welcome to your morning news with Jalen and Abby. Today we're going to be talking about some news from this past week and kind of giving our take on it. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy this and if you would like to, follow for more episodes. Next up we have some news from CNN. An eight-year-old border collie named Lulu has been inheriting a $5 million trust, according to CNN. The owner's last will was to make the eight-year-old border collie a widely pampered pooch. She's a good girl, states Martha Burton, who is now the dog's care owner. Lulu has been under the watchful eye of 88-year-old Martha Burton for several years now. Lulu's original owner was 83-year-old Bill Doris, who was Burton's friend. He was an unmarried, successful businessman. He died last year and left $5 million for the care of his beloved dog. I don't know what to think about it, to tell you the truth, says Burton. He just really loved the dog in so many ways. The will specifies that the trust is to provide for all the needs of Lulu the dog. The dog will stay in the possession of Martha Burton. According to WVF, the estate is currently in probate and is not yet clear how much it is worth. The will does state that Burton will simply be reimbursed for reasonable monthly expenses to care for Lulu. So I thought this topic was really interesting because I have two dogs myself and I was like, holy crap, like someone would leave $5 million for their dog? That is so much. Yeah, and like I have two dogs as well, and I guess if I like died and like had to decide where my money went, my dogs would be like at the very bottom of the list. I guess I I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, like when you get that old and like if you're not married or something like yeah. that like your dog is like your only like uh-huh. companion <laughs> yeah because he didn't have like any money to give like to yeah. kids i mean like he probably obviously had like family he, he could give it to but he it sounds like he spent all of his time or most of his time with his dog so he's just trying to like give back to the dog but yeah what can you give the dog that would yeah you would, you would spend that much money like, like five million dollars yeah because the dog's already like an older dog so yeah. i don't know how much longer it'll live but five million dollars yeah that would like, be I like gonna, i was gonna say like obviously like he's older and he passed before his dog and since he obviously cared about the dog you would think that they would have to be like been together for a few years or whatever. Yeah. So it's like an older dog. Yeah. What 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 would he? I'm like at a loss for words. Like I don't even know that dog. It's like movie. It reminds me of like a movie, like Beverly Hills Chihuahuas or something. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could see some appeal, like having mm-hmm. making sure it's secured for. But five million dollars seems excessive. Yeah, and like. It would be crazy because, like, what if the person that's taking care of the dog was just using that money for themselves? Yeah, like, like, how, you know, like, how would they know that it's exactly yeah. going towards the dog? Because like, I need to pull, I need to get put a pool in my backyard because the dog wants to swim. Like, yeah, no, it's just using it for yourself, I guess. Yeah, um, so that is, like, totally crazy. That is I, insane to me. Yeah, I'm at a loss of words <laughs> for that. But I just thought this was, like, kind of an interesting topic to talk about. Yeah. 
So many people now are uh, having the option to be vaccinated. And so vaccines are being distributed recently for COVID-19. And some people are worried about their safety. There are a few different vaccines that are available and that have been authorized. Uh, each type has also has its own side effects that people uh, can have. And these side effects also vary from person to person. In the United States, both Pfizer and Moderna are being distributed. And both companies have done the research and tests on the vaccines and say that the most common side effects are soreness in the arms, fever, and flu-like symptoms. After people get the first vaccine, they wait two weeks and then they get the second one, the second dose. Some people are nervous after hearing about people having allergic reactions to the vaccine. Uh, according to the CDC, however, these cases are quite rare, with only two to five reports in every million vaccinations. Uh, overall, the CDC and other studies uh, suggest and show that the vaccine is safe to have and that it does uh, help with making sure that COVID does not be spread. And as of now, both Pfizer and Moderna have said that their vaccine works on the different variants. I know that there was talk of a variant from Africa. There was also, I think, a variant in New York, but I'm not sure on that. As of now, they have said that uh, the vaccine is fighting both of those variants as well. So I thought this topic was, I guess, good for the times because uh, teachers recently just got vaccinated here at our school of like a week ago or so. And so uh, it's kind of, we kind of discussed it every once in a while just in class. So, yeah. Yeah, my mom got the vaccine and it was kind of weird because I've heard that like if you get the first, after the first vaccine, like if you get sick, then that means you've had COVID before. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't get sick, then you get sick on the second one. And that means that you haven't had COVID. And my mom got sick after the first one. We're like, oh. Yeah. Like, but honestly, I don't even know if that's true. I've just seen things that I've said that before. Yeah. And I've heard so many people say that their arm hurts after. Yeah. So I actually got the vaccine. I work at a, the local nursing home here. And so I got it, like, I got mine a while ago. Um, I didn't have any side effects for either, uh, either uh, dose, the first or the second one. My arm was pretty sore but like I mean I would say so after you get the flu vaccine obviously like or any shot really uh, it's your arm is sore but like I would say this is like it's it's worse than that but I mean it wasn't anything too bad I could still like I worked like the day after and I could still work um I have also heard that like if you get sick after the first you've had COVID and mm -hmm. all that I've, I've heard people say that I don't think that that's true because like I didn't yeah. get I didn't get sick after e either my friend um, actually also works in the nursing home, and he he got sick after the second dose. So, yeah, and then I know another person that also works in the nursing home, they got sick after the first. Um, and I know that they actually ha did have COVID, but we I have no idea if either any of that is really true, like determining when you get sick or when you don't, because I didn't have any side yeah. effects, really. It just, like, almost depends on the person if you get sick or not. Mm -hmm. and, like yeah different factors affect like different people and yeah. yeah and so I think I think I got the I think I got Pfizer because um when I got the vaccine and this was like I don't know close to a month I think now um at the time and I don't know if this has changed Pfizer was the only uh vaccine that was like it was tested and approved by the FDA I think it is um to be used on like people 18 and older like officially i guess 
And so I got that one. Um, and then I was curious because, like, I was getting this shot and I wanted to know, like, what was it all about? And it was interesting because I found that um, the COVID vaccine is actually... So for the flu vaccine, it's an un... It's, like, not a dead, but an inactive version of... Or variant of the flu. And so your cells, like, know that it's a threat and then they build up an immunity to it because even though it's not active and, like, it can't spread, it's still, like, a threat. But for the COVID vaccine, it's, like, RNA. So your cells will... This RNA will... um, basically block off the places in your cells where COVID would attach and then spread. So then your body just doesn't get COVID, I guess. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Now for the good news topic of this week. So a cat was reunited with its owner after 15 years of being apart. Brandy, the brown tabby cat, was rescued and reunited with his owner, Charles, on Monday. Charles had adopted Brandy in 2005 when she was a kitten. And Charles says that it is simply unbelievable and that he is very happy to be reunited with his cat. He says that Brandy ran away a few months after he adopted her and that he searched for her everywhere, but he could not find her. He was very worried that she would have gotten like hit by a car or like killed by a coyote, something like that. But on Sunday, the Los Angeles County Animal Shelter gave him a call and said that they had found him. Uh, Brandy had actually been microchipped when she was a kitten so that when she, if she ever got lost, uh, Animal Shelter can contact the owner. And Charles said, again, that he was just very happy to see Brandy. So the crazy thing that I thought was that after 15 years, like this, this cat is old. Like my cat, I had a cat when I was younger. It lived to be like six or seven, but this cat is over 15 years old. Like it ran away. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy that this cat is so old and, like, survived. Yeah. I wonder... This is what I'm interested about. Like, would the cat still remember him after 15 years? Yeah. Because I'm not, like, much of a cat person. Like, I love cats, but I don't really know much about cats. Like, can they distinguish, like, people's... I'm sure they can distinguish people's scents, but he had been gone... For so long, yeah. I wonder if he can still, like, remember yeah. who he was. I mean, like, the article that I read, it said that, the, like, he was purring, it was, like, loving on him, but, like, I don't know if it's because it remembered him or, like, just, I mean, cats, if you have a nice cat, it'll be nice to, like, anyone, just, like, with a dog, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it, it was in L.A., and I know that, like, um, California, they have a bunch of coyotes. I didn't know this, but, like, apparently they have a bunch of coyotes, so... It almost had to have been, like, it. they found... It couldn't have been stray for that long. Like, yeah. it would have to, like, stay with the family or something. Mm-hmm. So, thank gosh <laughs> that the cat got the microchip in Yeah. It. Otherwise, he, they probably wouldn't have been able to find it. Yeah, that's smart. Because, I mean, that's becoming more and more popular, too, like, microchipping your pets. I think it's a good, good investment, though, because it's easier than and more reliable than just, like, a collar or something. Because it's literally, like, in their skin, I guess. But, yeah. That's insane. I'm glad Charles and Brandy are reunited. So thank you for listening to our podcast. We really hope you enjoyed. 
we've really enjoyed uploading weekly and I hope you guys also been enjoying our podcast that we've been putting out for you guys yeah so uh I have also really enjoyed this it's been really fun looking at the news and just kind of giving our uh, thoughts on it this will be the last uh episode that we will be uploading um yeah so we really hope you guys enjoyed everything and yeah thank you